Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. In 1881, Mark Twain's classic, The Prince and the Pauper, was published. It tells the story of two young boys of similar appearance, who were born on the same day. The one boy, Tom, is a pauper who lives in squalor on Pudding Lane. The other boy is Edward VI, son of King Henry VIII. The two bump into each other outside the palace gates one day and strike up a friendship. Noticing their similar looks and features, they get the idea that it might be fun to switch places, to see how the other lives. The story of role reversals is so popular that it's become a staple of stories and movies for generations. It stirs the imagination to imagine how the other half lives. Sometimes it's tempting for us to wonder if God knows what it's like to face the strains and the struggles that you and I encounter each day. It's tempting to think maybe he's distant and disconnected. However, the writer makes it clear that's not the case. For us and for our salvation, the eternal Son of God became one of us. Paul marveled over this in Colossians and wrote, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And as the writer points out here in Hebrews, Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. However, unlike the prince and the prince and the pauper, this wasn't the case of a bored royal looking for adventure. In Twain's book he says, O prithee, say no more, tis glorious, if that I could but clothe me in raiment like to thine, and strip my feet and revel in the mud once, just once, with none to rebuke me or forbid, me seemeth I would forego the crown. Or, in today's English, the prince yearns to put on the poor boy's clothes for little more than an opportunity to run barefoot through the mud. And then he promises that they'll change back before anyone gets hurt. However, our Savior and King traded places with us, knowing he would be hurt. As Twain's story of the prince and the pauper continues, the poor boy now dressed in royal clothes attends his first royal dinner and is surprised to see that the prince has a royal taster. He's there to ensure that the royal never drinks poison. And as Twain notes, the office of taster had its perils. It was not a grandeur to be desired. By contrast, you and I have a Savior knowing he was going to drink the cup of punishment for our sins. He came knowing he would taste death and die in our place on the cross. Having lived a perfect life, keeping all of God's laws fully where you and I have failed, Jesus came also to suffer and die in our place. In this way, God has reconciled the entire world to himself. And more specifically, he did this for you and me. And he has risen from the dead to assure you your sins are forgiven. And through faith, you have eternal life in him. When Jesus came into this world, he didn't simply slip on old clothes to blend in with the crowd. Instead, as we hear in 2 Corinthians, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. He knows well the trials you and I face each day. You can be sure of it. And in love, he came to rescue you and me. In love, he took our sins upon himself, our hurts, all the harms we've ever done, our sorrow and grief, all of it. Jesus has exchanged the rags of our sins for a robe of righteousness. In 2 Corinthians, Paul tells us, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In Twain's famous tale, one of the characters notes that a king should always be subject to his own laws for his own good. And in love for you and me, Paul assures us in Galatians that God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. You and I have a God who, in love for us, 
did all of this for our good. Let us pray. Loving Savior, thank you for trading places with me to take my place on the cross and give me a place with you in heaven. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.